the process podcast episode 445 zach watson you finally got a chance to watch uh love death and robots season three which is very exciting very happy about that um and that's what we're going to talk about today because what else are we going to talk about yes nothing actually yeah what else is there to talk about that (laughs) did you have so I should say when Sean told me, or he's mm-hmm. telling me about it on Friday, and he was like, "All nine episodes are like top tier." And then today, when I was saying I yeah. stopped and watched it, I worked today, and he said like, a few of them are like top yeah, top that's tier. So good. And specifically said the one that's like a bad traveling. <laughs> Like the piratey kind of one, he said, might be, he yeah. said it might be yeah. the most Love, Death, and Robots episode out of like the whole thing, like very, all season. Very good, yeah. Which I don't know if I totally agree. To be fair, but I will agree, all nine were like pretty fucking. <laughs> they are all very, very good. Yeah, still, I would say still none of them top Zima Blue for me. But you know that that holds a special place in my heart, anyways um yeah did you have one was there one that yeah no they were all like you that you were like this is all really really solid yeah Mm -hmm. see my my favorite was definitely night the mini dead because it is i love anything zombies and it's a model (laughs) like it's like you know what i what i think of is many times you know have you seen night museum the movies with um, Ben Stiller and stuff, right? You know, they have, like, the... Was it uh, Owen Wilson and, like, the Western uh, diorama, like, section of the museum? And then the other one, English the actor, who plays, like, yeah. Octavius, right? The the Roman general or whatever. And they have those little mini, like... I see the little, like, models and they come play. I think of, like, that. And I think of, like, you know, when some people... You can get, yeah. like, a specific lens for it. People make their own lenses for cameras. When you take a picture, some something it like zooms it out like really, really um, mm-hmm. small like that where it looks like, like a model. It's, it's a wide angle, um, but it's that's what I'm reminding me. But of you have a lot cool. of compression. It's like it's as if you've taken. I don't even know what it is, but it's like a wide. It looks like a wide angle lens, and then like a a telephoto lens kind of smushed together, and it's like so distinct. It's so. You can tell like when mm. someone's doing a stop motion animation of their own like miniature figures or something like that, or if they're making like maybe like a higher budget Lego type thing, it's got that look. And then they had that in this thing. And I thought, I thought it was very smart and very well done. And I liked how they didn't focus. The focus was just all like six or seven minutes of just total chaos. Starts off with these two people like having sex in a graveyard. And then it, man, it was. I thought that was funny. I love how, like, because whenever you get, like, um, zombie stuff where it's, like, a, mm-hmm. a TV show, a movie, a game, whatever, 
a short story it's always interesting to see like how that person the creator of whatever it is like what starting point they pick mm-hmm. for the zombie apocalypse like how they want to decide how like it started right so it's like you know well yeah. like i am legend it was just like a virus right yeah, a lot of time it's like just the cliche like virus or something right um or like you know trying mm-hmm. to create something and then it gets out yeah usually like that i like how they went with this like because it's silly anyways with like the curse like they're having sex in the cemetery and then uh what is it they like bump the statue and it like falls yeah. on like the old like church or whatever and then it like the cross from the church like lands upside down on and top of like the statue just... and then lightning strikes it and starts gr- glowing green smart. fire and then zombies come out i was like yeah, yeah that's night, really night of the mini dead cool. i, I, I really enjoyed we we watched it and just sat there just like half in awe and half laughing for like the the entire duration of it it was amazing and it, I think it was paced yeah. like the way that they laid out the episodes, like in order, was paced well. It felt to me like a kind of like a really good music album, where there's like there's the hit song, and then there's like a catchy song after that, and somewhere in there there's a ballad, but then somewhere in there there's like a short, fast, punchy song that's like audio relief in a way. Maybe that maybe it's an instrumental song that it kind of gave me that vibe Mm. as if the whole like love death and robot season three was an album and you've got um let's say like bad traveling would probably be like the the hardcore ballad but like the deep ballad where there's like the november Mm. rain stairway to heaven type thing where it it's soft in certain aspects but then it it rips so hard in other aspects um and then you've got Night of the Mini Dead, where it's a more instrumental, lighthearted, chill type of thing. Or energetic in this case, because it was just seven minutes of chaos, but it was fantastic. Yeah. I really like too. Yeah. I was, I was, was so thrown off. Like, machine. You never really oh. understand it. It was so cool. Love the animation. It was really, really cool. Kind of like a borderlands which i know you haven't played those games but kind of art style where like yeah very cartoony and every the outline of everything is like thick and bold like black um oh yeah give me like as well like archer the tv show the animated show that kind of vibes right where it's like it's it's cartoony with like bold outlines but it's it's still like like detailed enough it reminded me of of the artist you know, Mobius. Legit. It kind of gave me some of his vibes. I think that we had talked about last time. Mm, it was cool. That was like, yeah. That one was really deep. I was like, that was really emotional. Yeah. I was like, I still don't understand. I have to watch it a bunch of times, I think, to understand it. But it was like, it gave me vibes of um, the yeah, first season um, with, the, with the glowy fish in the sky. I watched that the other day. I don't remember the name of it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It gives you those vibes where it's like very like, you know, yeah. some violent stuff does happen, but it's very, it's very minimal, ethereal. and it the rest of it's a very like, yeah, like ethereal, bohemian, like, you know, like deep emotional kind yeah. of. I loved it. 
spiritual I journey, that one I guess. didn't go where I was expecting really cool. it to go. And that, I think I was the most satisfied by that one. Um, specifically because it didn't go where I expected it to go. Um, I thought it was going to be kind of like uh, the helping hand one. Which which season is that in? Fuck, we watched the first season yesterday first and it season. wasn't we didn't watch that. It really annoyed and confused me. Must have missed it. Yeah. You must have missed it. But one. I thought it was gonna be was kind of like the first season. Yeah, I I only That's one of the forgotten ones. I was just thinking about it now and like because I it was, there's that one and then I get confused between that and gravity because they're similar ish. Um, just a bit more brutal. But I thought it was going to go in that <laughs> yeah, direction where like, brutal. oh, she's going to have to resort to some crazy act of like personal sacrifice to get out of the situation. But she kind of doesn't in a way without spoiling it. Like she doesn't have to cut a limb off. Right. It's no, but it kind of makes the ultimate no sacrifice. Spoilers. Though. Yeah. yeah, that is true. But in doing so, she's like still, I don't know, maybe there's the perception that she is still alive or something like that. I don't really know. That's what it was kind of playing on. It was like the life after death and <laughs> stuff. It was very I, I don't quite understand it because it was a lot to try and take in on the on the on the first on the first go. Man, the fucking like score for mm. bad traveling was epic like it was really cool like that whole like everything about like okay like them like fishing and everything right that was, that was cool for the sharks and then like this giant beast. crustacean thing which looked cool but like the way like oh, how creepy so and then like it used that one dead body to like talk i loved it um they, yeah, they just, and then just I how, liked like, how one they by one just <laughs> executed his you know, plan of cool. execution. Let's just put that in the non-spoiler sense. Um, yeah. But I, I think that one, that one was really well done. I really hope there's a book that that's based off of, or a or a short story, because it gives me. It could be a. That'd it be could cool have been a whole like a movie. Short story Realistic. Yeah. That one probably could have been extrapolated out because it reminds me of dracula where they're on the boat i was just about to say if that was gonna be made into something it would have to be done exactly like that episode where it's just like because because that that episode of dracula which i think is my favorite one out of the three i i the third the third part is my least favorite even though it's still awesome the first and second definitely my favorite parts. Agreed. I think the second one on the boat is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of like the whole episode is like a murder mystery episode, with the murderer being Dracula, but just his charm and and just his intelligence mm-hmm. just beating everyone. Right. I think so. I feel I like it'd have so. to be done like that. Right, because the mystery of like, okay, like who's going next or you know like what's 
Yeah, it's what's going to happen next. Kind of the whole thing with that. Um, that thing's so where they like played it out, and they really. I think that one's seventeen. I think that's the longest one. Could be wrong. Yeah. Bad traveling. Twenty six minutes. Oh Jesus! I think it was like twenty something. But it didn't feel very long. It felt very quick. And I was like, oh, that could go on. That could. There could none there of could them do. So that's more. the thing, though. There could be so much more. And, like, that one was proper freaky and uncomfortable. And, like, that's seeing yeah. the weird little crab things, like his, his little babies or whatever. Oh, man. And how he, like, kind of made yeah. that, like, the galley of the ship kind of become, like, his home. Yeah. And you start to, see, you can see the environment Feeding deteriorate. It where it starts off like pretty normal and then there's just like gunk and crap everywhere and he's like he just crawls out do they really played up the crab vibes of it in an incredible way yeah i loved it and what else was there um i think the last one jabaro yabaro i i thought that was just really artistic it was like very conceptual yeah, that was pretty wild. There's got to be something behind that. There's got to be like a a metaphor, something, because it was too mm-hmm. just. I think it had something to do with wild. I think the, the tales like, of, I, of sirens. I think I don't yeah. really know, but no that definitely because that's what like the character um oh i'm trying to find oh i say the word just refers to oh. inhabitants of a rural puerto rico for some reason puerto i thought rico. japan when i looked at it no it's because the oh. soldiers like the knights they were like spanish uh, like conquistador type armor and stuff i think like that kind of um and and with the gold and all the jewels their fascination with the gold right um i was thinking maybe it had like a play on like mm-hmm. you know this when the spanish were invading and searching for gold kind of thing um i just thought it was like the way that they were able to tell the story without any words whatsoever the fact that there was like no dialogue i thought that was really smart yeah that's true i think dialogue kind of would have lessened that effect and the way like the way that they did it was just it also gave me witness vibes from season one. I um, actually, that was one thing I wanted to look up. I, I want to see so. if it was the same studio. They look very similar. Um, they look very, very similar. Like, very, very similar. Director hmm. Alberto Mielko. Uh, 
is back for season three, which means he directed something, <laughs> I uh, which I knew might be onto something. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, wow. He won an Emmy for The I Witness. Win any. Oh, they had. I think they'll win some Emmys. Apparently, which was the first episode of the series that was not based on any sort of existing source material. That's pretty fucking It's completely original. Um, Makes sense. So, yeah, it was... Because it it looks like it was the same kind of animation where it almost looks like it was motion capture and it was, like, real, but then, like, a heavy... um, yeah, like, yeah, artistic quality over time. Kind of like you're in the photo lab on those iMacs in school when you got to use those in tech class. Yeah. Yeah, that. And the guy, like the main character of Yabaro, kind of looks very similar to the male character from... Oh, you're right. From yeah. The Witness. Now I think about it. Yeah. And right? actually the girl right? looks similar, I think. And I wonder if it's like an evolution of those characters in the sense where they're the same, like it's the, fa- they're torn, they're, they're entangled, right? In a way. And like yeah. this back and forth um, all the time, just in different stories. That'd be kind of dope. Season four next year. Very exciting. Hopefully. I guess. Oh, we won't no know. way. What? Torin, the main guy from Bad Tra- uh, Bad Travel, um, traveling, Bad Traveling, mm-hmm. is Troy Baker. Oh, really? The one, the voice actor who I love, who's in like everything. <laughs> That's so cool. Nice. He was in. He did The Last of Us. Um. Oh wow! Final Final Fantasy. Yeah. He's wow. not a lot. He's not a lot. Metal Gear Solid Five, Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare. He's not a lot. Naruto. Soul wow, Eater. That's a very good English. Uh... Bleach. What a guy. He's just dope. He's really, really, really cool. Um, I didn't know that was him. Wow, that is so cool. Hmm. That is really, really cool. In January 2020, he partnered in a company that helps create and promote AI-powered voice NFTs. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's really cool. Oh, I I think Bad Traveling is based on a short story. Oh, please, please. I'm looking on Reddit. And one person saying, anywhere know where to find it i know it's written by neil asher neil asher sounds like we got some homework to do let's yeah neil asher english fiction writer hmm. makes sense hmm. bad traveling if could be right of those take it with a grain of salt could just not be true yeah based on a short story by neil oh yes 
There it is, neilasher.co.uk. Oh, God, yeah. Nice. Uh, is it with the same name? It's got a bunch of books. Neat. Yeah, lots of really cool. Snow in the Desert from season two. That's his book, oh, too. shoot. Oh, my God. This guy, Okay, this guy is... Uh, We're just discovering a whole wow. Ecosystem. Okay, he's um, yeah, yeah. It's called uh, um, Jable Sharks, I believe. Jable Sharks, nifty. Because that was in the show. That was the sharks they hunted. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. That like that's the premise for them being out there. Wait, Mason's rats too. I did. I remember seeing that in the in the credits for it. He he wrote that too. Oh my god, he's got a lot of stuff that. Uh... Oh my god, the brain. If this is everything he, there. if he if this is everything he fucking did, then uh, wow. Jesus, it's pretty. It's pretty nifty. Oh, bad traveling. There it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is one. Yeah. Wow. What a guy. Imagine being that fucking good at writing cool stories. Imagine being that creative and that dope. Love it. Imagine. I love it. Well, Zach Watson, I have some cool news that I want to, or a nifty idea that I want to run by you on tomorrow's episode. So wrap this bad boy up, put a nice little bow on it, and wait for season four so we can do it all again. Mm. It'll be hot. I guess we won't know if they're renewed for season four for a while. Yeah, it's probably not going to be at least a year. With the success and the and like the, the quality they keep doing, then um, they keep achieving. I'm sure there'll be another season. It's just, yeah, you know, it's probably just going to be a while. Cause like at the end of the day, animating all that stuff and rendering it, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, takes uh, a little bit of time. Yeah, no, no um, official release date for season four has yet to be revealed. It is, however, not impossible to speculate on when it could return to Netflix. <clears throat> Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, March 2019 and then May 2021 and May 2022. So maybe summer or fall 2023. Imagine. Oof. Imagine. And it hasn't been canceled, so I'm encouraged. No, because it's it does too well. It's winning it's like Emmys best. every season. One has won an Emmy at least one. It's like, the best. Yeah, by far the best. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to uh, send us an email to hi at big design company or www.bigdesigncompany.com, you can do that. You can also send us an email to hi dot the process podcast at gmail.com. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? process underscore underscore podcast nice ladies and gentlemen thank you very much we will see you tomorrow peace the process some creative assembly required